Hello and welcome to episode number 237 of the NerdProCo podcast. Oh my god, we managed to do two episodes uh, in a row that there wasn't a two to three week, two month long gap between episodes. But that's because San Diego Comic Con happened. We didn't go, of course, because why would we go all the way from Brooklyn to San Diego? Uh, in the middle of a heat wave and also all that money. But whatever. So many things came out of San Diego Comic-Con. So we talk about that and also the season finale of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Which if you have Paramount Plus and you are not watching, why would you even have Paramount Plus except to watch the Star Trek stuff, honestly, after the debacle that was Halo? In any event, that is this episode. As always... Uh, tell your friends about this podcast. Let us know you're listening at NerdProQuo on Twitter. I know we don't tweet tweet a lot anymore. You can also reach out to us at NerdProQuo at gmail.com. I know there was a whole bunch of other content that was supposed to come out over the summer, but I never got an IRS tax refund. They decided to take that money instead of giving it to me. So there was a bunch of video equipment and other stuff that I was going to purchase that was going to foster all of that new content, and none of that happened. So none of that new content happened, unfortunately. But we're still doing this because we still love this podcast. And that's it. Enjoy this episode. Episode number 237 of the Nerd Podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. I think we're okay now. All right. Today is a somber day. I mean, we've 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 lost the last couple of weeks a few classic mob bosses. Oh yeah. Mob actors uh and today um a sci-fi legend in Nichelle Nichols and uh, NBA legend Bill Russell. It's quite the time. I mean, yeah. It's sad. It's sad. Um, I mean, I'm more sad about Charlotte Nichols, but, you know, yeah. I, kind of, I mean, all whatever to Bill Russell and his family and all that, but, you know, I mean, it's NBA. I don't care. I don't really care. <laughs> a legend in his own right. I get, I get it. I get it. I get um, it. But, yeah, granted, considering what we're going to be talking about, uh, Nichelle Nichols definitely is more germane to, you know, our hobbies and our yeah. interests. Uh, but still, just like uh, unfortunate time. I mean, uh, sad to see, from what I've heard, okay-ish human beings, you know, compared yeah. to what we've heard of other celebrities. So it's sure, really sad sure, sure. that the good ones pass and the shitty ones are still kicking. You yep, know, yep. At you, 45. Yeah, the, the, you know, the shitty people always, you know, they last forever for some strange reason. I don't, I don't understand that. Fucking co- cockroaches. Yep. How have you been? Been all right. I mean, we were talking off mic. Uh, it's been a a long two weeks before this, like because I was just uh, Rumi and his girlfriend. Uh, you know what? My friend Dan and my friend Cat. <laughs> I, I don't know why I, keep, I still do that. As I said earlier, <laughs> you're incapable of human emotions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, am. As I share that picture of everyone of me hugging, uh, like. Uh, spreading my arms and you're off in a distance in Vegas just by your lonesome ignoring me and Rich it's like embrace Boy, people I, I, in your I, heart, I, I, I do no no no, no. I mean the, the, <laughs> the context for that picture is, was a little I know, bit I know. It, it was a little bit different than it was presented 
but yeah, I mean, you're friends. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's just because I got so used to for a while saying, you know, my roommate and his girlfriend that that like it's it's like been buried in my head, and I was like, no, it's my friend Dan, my friend Cat. <laughs> like, uh, but yes, that you've uh, moved on in your yeah, relationship. It, yeah, know, all this time. You know, uh, good job. They uh yeah they got stuck in Portland for an extra week uh because of COVID and then uh because of possibly complications from COVID yeah. so yeah I had the both of their dogs for for an extra week and a half essentially uh, yeah when I last saw those dogs they were pretty sad <laughs> yeah know? they I'm were glad they're really ha- they must be overjoyed they're overjoyed and day. also uh. Cooper now gets really, really sad when I, <laughs> when I leave the apartment. <laughs> I mean, he does kind of have permanent sad face, but that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, just like, why is not? It's like, first this one, no, no, you, everyone must stay now in I the apartment like and ne- and never leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess I mean we can start with you want to start with the 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 Star Trek, uh, Stranger New Worlds finale yeah, yeah i mean considering you know the passing of uh nichelle nichols let's do it right by you know honoring a series that she helped make legendary and yeah i mean we we've spoken about strange new worlds but I yeah think we, we didn't speak sp- in really in detail about those last two episodes yeah, which were yeah i was a little behind at the time and i was like shit i mean the Fuck you, Siri. <laughs> uh, uh, un- <laughs> Good. Good. Um, anyway, the, yeah, just like the whole alternate timeline, you know, episode, I just like eat that shit up. But, but before we get to that, let's do, because the episode before that, oh, okay. uh, we didn't really talk about, we talked about the kind of the show in general, but I, I actually specifically want to talk about those last two episodes because number one, Throughout the season, they kind of been like building up through. Uh, is it Laan? Is Lan, that yeah? yeah. Uh, her ex- her experience with the Gorn. They haven't. They in a very smart monster sort of fashion. We're just building them like the yeah, thing around them, like slow moving w- weird guys in giant yeah yeah uh, latex. Suits. They're 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 like super smart, almost like velociraptors. Is it's definitely yeah. some Jurassic Park I mean, in there, it's, I, and some alien in that episode too. A lot of alien, a lot of predator mixed into that. Um, I didn't expect that style of episode. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, granted, they've played around, you know, with. You know, Spock and Muck, you know, humor uh, where, you know, but I just like having like a dedicated horror episode where people died. Obviously, they're going to be red shirts, but just how it was was surprising to me about how brutally some of these red shirts died. I was like, I'm all for that shit. And I think they it was a very conscious effort throughout the entire season and in that episode in particular to make the Gorn scary. It's like it was almost like they were overcompensating for the fact is like they cannot be a dude a dude in a lizard suit. That and also in you know in Enterprise, um, they were featured in an episode of Enterprise, but they looked pretty weird at that time. CG was pretty yeah. bad, so they weren't they didn't look that threatening. But this wow, they did a phenomenal job making them a 
a species to be, you know, to to be feared. And and poor Hammer. I didn't. I was surprised about how much of. I mean, he didn't get that much airtime, but I was surprised in the short amount of time he was on screen. You know, he was he killed it. Yeah, know? yeah. That's I ag- I completely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. The engineer, I love him, and the fact that he had like multiple layers to him in terms of his relationship with Uhura. Um, I just you know I appreciated that, and you know I they needed to. They they set up the fact that Uhura was thinking about leaving the Federation, yeah. and finally they used him as the actual precursor to like get her to stay and you know fulfill her her path with the Federation. Um, that was really good. I just love the fact that at any moment anyone could die. Yeah, I mean, I was I was kind of expecting everyone to survive, but that kind of that surprised me. Well, I mean, there's a handful of characters that you know are like, I mean, I guess you don't know who's going to die, but there's a handful of characters who you're just like, no, you have to make it. You have to make it. You have to make it. Like, well, I thought everyone has to make it. I mean, this is Star Trek. Everyone survives in Star Trek. You know, the core, I mean, characters who are, who've had more than one episode usually uh, survive not not new characters that are just recently introduced um so i did not envision hammer or anyone you know dying you know um which something i did appreciate yeah yeah what you're saying is like he didn't have a lot in the show like it's not as heavily featured as the other characters but one of the things that i appreciate the show is that even the you know, the lower tier characters and even some of the, like the red shirts, like you just like you end up feeling for them, which I think is a testament to like how good the people behind the show are. I mean, they learned their lessons, you know, with their missteps with discovery, you know, um, and I mean, it's make sure that the audience cares and knows about the other characters, flesh them out you know, to make it appear that they're an actual crew as opposed to just like, you know, the Michael Burnham show. Um, and, you know, that that was successful. And that is Star Trek, where it's yeah. an ensemble cast and you want to make sure that everyone has a moment to shine. And, you know, Hemmer had his moments and, you know, he was great being the grumpy, uh, blind alien. Um, but, yeah, um, I... He went out like a boss. Yeah, you know, he, he definitely went out, went out like, out a, like boss. a boss. Uh, I also, I mean, we said this on the last episode, but I think this is the most Star Trek of all of the Star, the recent Star Trek shows in my. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, uh, just I don't know. Yeah, it's oh the the fact that like even the stuff that they're clearly like borrowing slash stealing from like it's they do it really well like i mean they were stealing a lot from predator and alien especially in that gorn episode but just like no this it's not i don't think they were i also don't think they were trying to hide it (laughs) they they were just like no no it was just like no no this is what we're doing it's, it's a great merging of two franchises to make an episode work well and obviously i mean it just worked 
you know yeah. it was properly executed you know um the gorn were legitimately terrifying that's if you're gonna go horror you gotta make sure that the the alien species is a threat and they did make them a yeah and yeah, I just I just can't wait for a season two, and hopefully we get instead of like baby Gorn, like full fledged Gorn. I'd you know? be curious to see what the adult Gorn, what they're gonna do with the adult Gorn now. Uh, so that finale, I have a lot of. It was great, and also like felt. I don't know. Time time travel episodes. I always have a little bit of like a. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I really, I like this, but the, I don't know. It's there were, Dude. there's parts of it that were great. I, do, I, you know, what my big thing. I don't know how I feel about the guy who they got to play Kirk. I Although, agree with you. I was talking to my Star Trek buddies, and we all hated the actor who pray, who portrayed Kirk. Very hipstery looking, you know. But that being said, that I mean. That is considering the two people who have played that. That oh, there's only been two people who've played that role. That must have been like impossible to try and cast. <laughs> if you're gonna stick him in, that was I don't just. I think it's impossible, but I don't know. Just like he's got a face that you want to punch. Uh, and typically, when you think Kirk, you think cowboys, but like ridiculously handsome. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And you have, I mean. I'm confident in saying Anthony uh, Peck and Mount are like, damn, they're yeah. fucking handsome guys. And then compared to this Kirk, it's like, yeah, there's he, he looks like he's chopped liver compared to them. Um, but what makes this episode so great is because it's kind of like a redo of a classic Star Trek yes, where they it is. first it is. introduced it's very much, uh, yes. the Romulans and... Oh my gosh, I fucking love that episode. Yeah. I mean, Kirk aside. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Kirk he, is the one weak well, point. The portrayal, his his acting wasn't bad. It's just no, like no, his it's... face, you know, he didn't give the Kirk vibe. But, you know, if I if I just was blind and just like listened to the episode, I would have been on my edge of the seat, you know, just like listening to the tension between, you know, uh, Pike and doing it the doing it the right way and realizing the right way doesn't work. Yeah. You know, and which kind of makes you reflect on Star Trek discovery because Kirk is in essence advocating for strategy that Burnham did with the Klingons, which I, by the way, I have not seen all the way through. I, I no, kind of was in the first episode. I know it's Disco- just it's. I don't have. I do, but I was like, I don't know. Discovery didn't do it for me, <laughs> honestly. Like it didn't. It, it never caught on for me. I mean, they had Michelle Yeoh, so there I, was, I was that. Yes, was, no, 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 no. I mean, I yes, hooked, and I loved her alternate character. Um, but the fact that there, it's like. I just it just dawned on me that you know this is something that Burnham did when it came came to the uh, Klingons in terms of like shooting first because Klingons respect strength. Yeah. And to see that you know with Pike the traditional a Starfleet way may not work out well with every single alien species. Sometimes you have to meet with meet them on their own terms. So like this war won't. Uh, happen and seeing how Kirk's way because I'm a huge Picard fan 
sometimes a little cowboy works out, you know, yeah. in some scenarios. I also appreciate the fact that, like, you got it added some depth a little bit to the Romulans because it's, you know, that one captain who was just like willing to, you know, compromise because he's just like, I'm tired of war. War is not good. It doesn't matter what race of alien or how warlike your race is supposed to be. It was just like, no, and no one likes war. Yeah. Um, and the fact that because, I mean, once again, this episode came about simply because Pike wanted to write a letter convincing young children who would be cadets yeah. in the future to not join Starfleet in order to save their lives and, in essence, kind of his own life as well. And his future self came in to intervene think, using a Klingon time crystal to get him to see what would happen. Bit of it, bit of it. Yeah, Klingon time crystal. I know it's a little bit of a MacGuffin, but okay. Like, um, it's a- Hey, listen. <laughs> As long as it leads to a great episode. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No, no, no. I, I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> and, you know, and any episode where, God damn it, they just like, they know how to get, you know, Star Trek fans wet, where towards the end, you hear, you don't see anyone, you just hear a Scottish accent. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, saying he can't work miracles. It's like, oh gosh, just a nice, subtle nod. Because what happened is... Kirk's ship was destroyed and a few of the surviving members of his crew had to beam onto uh, the Enterprise. Um, and it just like making sure that they included that little cameo, just like yeah. that just made my day. That just, that, it's like shit like that where it's like I was at, I was worried about Kurtzman's ability to appreciate Star Trek. And with this just one season, it's like, finally, he kind of redeemed he, he, himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, I mean, there is a lot of it. I will say that one of the reasons they succeeded is by very much, they, they if you'll forgive the expression, they pulled a Star Wars, uh, at least in the movies, where it's just like, oh, we're going to go back to the stuff that works. But... I do think the difference here is that, like, yeah, they went back to the well, and it's very much, you know, traditional Star Trek in a sense, but there's just enough stuff that is new and stuff that they haven't, even if it's stuff that they've done before, it's now done better than it's been done previously, which I think helps a lot. Like, if you are going to go back to the well, if you are going to go back to, like, core Star Trek and sort of, you know, maybe not do as much stuff that's like new yeah. as uh because all the all the episodes that they did in this season were all updated version on one layer of another of some of one cla- of a classic yeah. original like series episode even the one where they end up being like medieval like that's that's classic Star Trek yeah. like tropey thing but even that one was just like it's they've updated it. It's great. It helps that the actors, by and large, are fantastic on it. Like, uh, I love that there seems to be a sort of weird. And I don't remember if this was. I don't know this. This wasn't part of. I love that there's like a little tension 
thing going on between the nurse and Spock. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not an original series stan, um, and but the fact that they're just, you know, expanding on her very limited role yes. from the pilot episode um, and seeing how she possibly could have had a, you know, budding relationship with it. I'm curious to see how that works, you know, because, I mean, even though she's great, Chapel is great, I like to pring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very curious about how this triangle or this budding triangle will turn out uh, because, like, the cast, like, even the secondary characters like to pring fucking awesome yeah that's what you i mean know. it's as what is like i mean maybe not going all the way down to the, the red shirts but definitely like you know when you're thinking about like sort of secondary not like main cast main cast like they're just you know they're all given a little like i'm waiting for you know the 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 two the pilots more from them yeah because you got a little bit of that in there too uh and I like her. I like her character. I can't remember her character's name. Melissa There's, Navio. The and then pilot. there's and then there's the other one too. Yeah. We haven't seen really anything she has, of uh, the two of them. The the other one had the least amount. Of yeah, their yeah. I'm curious to see because you know if you go back to original Star Trek, uh, they get to everybody eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they get to everybody's as in everybody kind of has their own episode mm-hmm. at some point. Um, also, the finale of like. You know, and he managed to sort of save things, but uh, his first, his number one, is still going to prison. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a good way to build tension and realize that hey, the Federation is still not perfect. You know, um, I mean, granted, we're they're set in an era where genetic modification is still taboo, thanks to you know. Earth's eugenics war, or whatever, uh, war with enhanced human beings. So, I'm very curious to see how he's able to like change up the rules to allow her to serve again. You know? And also, it's always fun to see uh, Melanie Scarafano. Uh, Who? Miss McMurray, slash, she's the she showed up in the first episode and she shows up in the last episode too. Uh, she's like the Starfleet episode who comes to. Oh, the yeah. her his romantic interest. Yes. Okay. Miss McMurray from Letterkenny slash. Uh, oh, that's where she's from. Yeah, yeah slash okay. slash. Uh, what is it? Oh God, that trashy show that I actually did love and and There's got a lot of and, and yeah no 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 but it got it got <laughs> four it got it got four seasons on Sci-Fi because it it got had such a like rabid rabid cult fan base um oh my god why can't i think of this western had demons in it oh winona earp winona earp yes okay. she's winona earp as okay. well uh so yes it's always fun to see her should i get on that which winona, earp? winona earp? i think you'd enjoy it yeah, okay. yeah, yeah it's definitely trashy um it is definitely very reminiscent of uh even though it was on sci-fi, it is very reminiscent of like stuff that was on CW. It's got a, it's got a CW feel, okay. except because except because it's not on CW, uh, and if you watch it on Netflix, all the all the seasons are on Netflix now. Yeah, uh, all of the cursing and violence is not edited out. 
for because they edit out they bleep out the cursing when it actually airs on fi- sci-fi but when it's on netflix they unbleep all the cursing yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's fun it's like cw it's like a cw show if okay. like they didn't have to go by network yeah because i've been i just noticed that i don't watch as much netflix as i used to i mean i only recently watched it for like the gray man which was a meh action movie uh and it got me thinking that i need and for umbrella academy so yeah. i need to like get back on netflix oh and watch I, oh by the way uh we didn't we didn't talk about that either umbrella academy season three did you finish it yet oh yeah oh, it's I, a lot of fun <laughs> i i mean i read that people were like mixed on it i don't know i just like i i don't know if they're gonna get a fourth season but so far, episodes, seasons two and three have been amazing. Yeah, they've been great. You know, how they handle Elliot Page's transition, I loved. Uh, just how, and just how fucking bonkers yeah. <laughs> the show is. Just, and it just, I just, which this by is the way, I, amazing ensemble I, I know you haven't watched it yet, and I want to throw a chip at your head because if you enjoyed Umbrella Academy because it's so bonkers and, you know, you enjoyed even the boys you need to get on doom patrol you need to watch it's doom patrol you need to watch doom it's patrol right. doom patrol is like umbrella academy except there's like dc characters in it yeah. and it is even more bonkers okay. <laughs> batshit crazy and also another show that's like the cast i think carries it okay. like even the weaker no 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 i mean umbrella academy yeah. even the weaker members of the cast like are still i don't know there was no weak members i mean even like the um, Sparrow Academy, I love them. You know, they're sure. all great, you know. And, uh, like, who's weak in Umbrella Academy? Pogo had... No, Pogo, I love Pogo. Yeah. Um, no, 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 I mean, I mean, the dude... Some of them are definitely better. I mean, in my opinion, even Tom though... Tom Hopper, Ch- he's great. As a big dumb idiot he's fun yeah, yeah. I, i'd say he's one of the weaker ones on the show i'd also say I that have a soft spot because he was in merlin you sure know? <laughs> um what's her name who plays Allison? uh yeah i'm not a really I, she's just okay i liked i mean i loved her in season two i did too um, yes i agree i didn't like her as much this season um, well you're not but, supposed to like yeah. her as much in this season. uh the guy who plays the the knife dude i, I loved him he's i a love fucking him. idiot and I, I love that and his relationship with uh i forgot what her character's name i just the two of them just I, make it well work. i i mean yes i i love them as characters i'm just saying as like as an actor yeah. there are certain people who have more to do uh i love her god She's a, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love her since humans. Yeah, uh, I love that show. Um, and yeah, just like her. Gosh, wait, she was on humans. Is that? Oh no, no, I'm thinking of a different show. Uh, yeah, robots. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm thinking of uh, the show that was on in Britain and was great, and then they brought it over to America and it was no, terrible. No, no. What what is the but show? That, what is the show that I'm thinking of? The the show with the vampire, the werewolf, and the ghost. Oh. It has a very similar name. It'll 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 come to me at some point. Yes, it was I know. the British one yeah. it, on BBC was fantastic, I love that one as and well. then they brought it over to America, and it was just no. Yeah, that, that, that was expected. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you, I know that show that I'm talking about, the humans with um, the androids and synths. You know, it's on Prime. So if you ever ch- get a chance, okay. solid three seasons. You okay. know, and they're short. Three or four seasons. 
Um, I re- highly recommend that. And she's in the last season. Um, but yeah, just like, I love her a relationship with Diego. Just like, it's stupid. And uh, as I keep telling you, Klaus and Five. Are yes, like Klaus and Five. <laughs> God, I love <laughs> My favorite. And, and I'm glad that he's so big, they can't keep him in the tiny shorts. Anymore. Yes. <laughs> it's like, how long are they going to uh, pull this off? But they realize yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. two seasons. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's great. Um, Klaus, particularly in this in this season, I think like him finally like sort of getting it together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna do a fourth season because uh, of where number one because of where they left it off. Uh, it's kind of crazy, and number two, it's just like the uh, the only thing I'm curious about is their actual quote unquote dad. Because, you know, I, I mean, I knew from the very beginning, just because I know the comic book, that he's an alien. But, like, there, there's there got to be some... Yeah, but there's more shit that yeah. they could pull from when it comes sure, to... Sure, sure, sure. So, I mean, hopefully it was successful because I know Netflix is not doing as well. As no, yeah. Well, so. you know, it, it it's because they are they were putting in way more money than they were getting back. I think the overseas stuff that was supposed to prop a lot of that up, like the overseas uh, subscriptions, didn't pick up. I think that's really what it is. It's like they really need a country like China to pick up way more subscriptions in order to balance out the amount of money they're paying to produce original content and the problem is is that they don't have an infinite amount of money to pull from like a disney plus or even or an amazon uh and also they have lost because of of because of disney plus and hbo max and other companies and 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 paramount and uh you know, all of the, and Amazon basically they've lost a lot of the IP that they didn't necessarily have to pay for as much. Like they weren't producing themselves, and they lost. They they basically don't. They lost a shit ton of IP. Uh, so yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, hopefully they don't shut down before Stranger Things ends. No, no, they're definitely gonna wrap that shit up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. Weird shit's happening with Netflix, and you know, I just hope that you know, just they do more good shit. The Gray Men, yeah, you know, um, well, what the Russo's movies have been mixed. Extraction, I recently watched that. It was a solid. Extraction you know, is solid. Twenty One Bridges is great. Oh, I need to watch that. Twenty One okay, Bridges is great. I need to- it's it's just solid. It's like you know, thriller, okay. like uh, action movie. Yeah. Um. Very quickly, just uh, before we get, there are two shows that I completely forgot about, and then I remember it was like, oh shit, they had, they were supposed to come out and they were supposed to finish, and one was Archer. I completely forgot I that. I gave uh, up on Archer in a long time. How many seasons? Twelve. It oh, ended shit. at twelve. You, and okay. you know, you I'll know, on that. do you know what the last episode? And it, this isn't a spoiler, really. Uh, cause there's a lot of shit that happens. I mean, it kind of like after, during season 10, it went kind of off the rails a little bit. Uh, not as funny as it had been in the, in the past because they had mostly because it was, there was a continuity. There was like stories that were like season long. 
that they kept going, and the show ended, of course, because the passing of because uh, Wal- Walters. Yes, yeah. because she passed, and the final episode is basically her. I mean, spoiler if you're not. Do you care? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll definitely watch. It. Okay, yeah, it, it it it's it's that the it's or it's definitely it both feels. A little sudden, but also like the way they did it, it was like, oh, okay. In context of the way the season has been, the last season had been going, it was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Right. And yeah, yeah, the show ends be- ended because she had passed, yeah. basically. Um, also, I forgot. 12 seasons, that was quite That's a lot. lot. <laughs> yeah, That's way quite more lot. than I thought that they were going to get. Yeah. Uh, also- I legitimately, legitimately thought it was like eight seven and eight seasons i didn't think it was that much yeah yeah, yeah. at a certain time the show must end yeah you know they hit season season 10 they they like they like i said season 10 was this season where they kind of like they were in space for a little while and they were doing a whole like weird like star trek thing it was strange uh and then they did another one that took place in like the 20s that was like season 11. Yeah, it, it was a little bit of a mess. Uh, there is an explanation for why it was like that it comes up later, but that's, yeah. Uh, also, I completely forgot that it, during the pandemic, uh, the second half of the first season of Primal came out and season two of Primal came out. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's on HBO Max. That uh, I'd forgotten, and then I watched it, and I was just like, oh, this show is fucking great yeah, i remember watching that i mean i was i started watching that in addition to starting watching uh raised by wolves and then wave raised by wolves just caught my attention I yeah, yeah forgot thank you for reminding me i need to get on i completely that. forgot about it too and then i was just like oh shit primal yeah there are a lot of things that that primal i need to get back on uh the flight attendant the second season i still haven't started ago. that i have to finish that i love that sh- that first season and Quoco is just fucking amazing. I I will say Primal is the I haven't started the second season yet, but I'm cu- really curious to what they're doing, what they did with the second season because all of the episodes of the first season are very contained. They're all individual, like you don't. There's no like story that is happening, and then that la- the last episode of the first season is definitely like a a oh you just kind of changed the parameters of this world oh, okay. type of thing. Okay. And then it's the end of the first season, the last episode of first season, it's definitely like one of those things. It was like, oh, there's a whole other thing. thing yeah. And that you might have to, there might actually be like a story that okay. goes throughout the second season. Right. So I got to watch let the second get, season. Now. Let me get caught up and then yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. definitely talk about that. You know, once we're, we're set. Uh, so yeah, I mean, and obviously Harley Quinn is back, but you haven't watched Harley Quinn. I mean, it's great. It's it, 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 it's it, it's a good start. So I'm it, it, it's it's I mean, what it is. <laughs> it's been, the last few months. There've been a lot of great TV. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And I'm just happy that there's like so much to choose from. Yeah. Uh that being said, so many previews came out of SDCC this year. I was year. really excited about that. I honestly. I I was watching this guy on YouTube. Is like it's. I expected something low key because I know Marvel has its own Disney shit. Yeah, that they do. So I was like, I was expecting something low key, nothing much. But damn, 
Marvel woke up one morning and decided to choose violence because it just dominated just like the entire airwaves. I was loving every fucking announcement. I was mostly loving the fact that uh, Black Panther 2, which I was happy that they announced, represents the fucking end of this phase four, which yeah. I am just ecstatic about because this was one long painful phase yeah, that yeah. just needed to fucking end. Well, here's what I will say now that we now that we know that Wakanda Forever is the end of phase four. There's a couple things. I think Marvel recognized even though D twenty three is its own thing, I think Marvel as a company realized that like, look, there are still, I think, gonna be more people who are gonna be who are gonna be at STCC than are gonna be at D twenty three. So we need to Make that Hall H presentation at SDCC, but like, look, I think I think Disney, even Disney, realizes it's like, okay, we have our own thing. Oh, no one cares that we have our own thing. But also, more importantly, they just needed to change the narrative. Yeah, I mean, the Phase Four. I mean, yeah, they've been making money, but it wasn't the same. Like the first three phases, where people weren't excited. You know, people were shit talking a lot of their movies and TV shows as opposed to praising them. So they just needed something just to like pivot things to get people excited about future Marvel projects and wow um, I mean I did not I was like where was I I, I was actually I was coming back uh, from watching uh, Nope and I was just like getting all of these trailers yeah, yeah, yeah. and Black Panther 2 I did not expect to have Black Panther 2 coming out this year and god damn it when I saw that trailer I don't know about you. I've, I had the feels. I, I had the feels. I was, so I, so I was tearing up a little bit. So I will say that I have now watched that preview maybe seven or eight times. Me too. If for no other reason than like the mix of the version of No Woman No Cry with the score and the Kendrick Lamar stuff yeah. is just fucking fire. Also that it's one of those things where it's just like, this is how you do a fucking preview for a movie. <laughs> like... I didn't realize at first that that was Neymar, and apparently the Atlanteans are going to be the villain for this. That being said, now that I do know, it's like, that's a dope take yeah. on the Atlanteans. <laughs> like, like, kind of saying, it's almost oh, like they're... In, oh, no, actually, they're not Atlanteans. Oh, yeah, you're right. They are. It's, a they're different, it's a different... I don't know... Because I, they had to. They had to. They, they can't call them a Did they have to, though? Did they have to? It's not like Warner Brothers owned the rights to the word Atlantis. Eh. I mean, and, I mean, I, I don't, because visually the Atlanteans look very different. I mean, granted, they're, they look very Avatar-ish, but, you know, they, they're Atlanteans. I mean, just use it. I mean, they look very much different than what Warner Brothers well, did. Well, they, 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 they look... So what it seems like, I mean, just from the preview they're implying is like, this is what had, you know, the Aztecs disappeared. This is where they went. <laughs> like they became. From the Eternals, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I love the look. I love the yeah. look of Namor. Yeah. You know, especially that shot where he descends on his throne, which is a fu I mean, the Wakan Wakandan throne was pretty cool, but I'm sorry. That shit was badass. With a megalon, megalon a jaw yeah. as a throne, I was like, damn, also, that is fucking balls. Also, like, just from the imagery from that preview, it's just like, 
man, fucking Ryan Coogler just knows what he's fucking doing. <laughs> like, dude knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he, like, actually directed the preview. I, I would imagine he did just because it, like, really... Yeah, there's just everything about that. Uh, the vibe setting up the emotion of, you know, the passing Chadwick, you know. So so there's been an interesting thing. I don't know. Because you can't... see about... So... I, and you never know how actually big these controversies are because they're on Twitter and the internet. So you're just, you have to be like, how many people are actually yeah. debating these things? But I do want to talk about it because I have, I could go either way. I mean, on the one hand, you kind of want to respect, you know, the guy who played it. But you also have to recognize that he himself said that it's just like, no, the character is bigger than the than me playing him. Uh, so I think ultimately, I think it was a good choice that they didn't recast him. That being said, it is the Marvel universe and it is Disney. They could, they could still recast him at any point. I am one. I, I could go either way. I I just want, obviously I want another Black Panther. Sure. Um, I just hope it's not Letitia Wright. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem. Thing. Yeah. I Okoye. uh, I forgot um, her um, uh, T'Challa's love interest. She could be the Black Panther. Yeah. Um, I mean, one now that I've noticed it, it is mostly an all woman cast. Now that yes. uh, Now that um, um, Daniel Kaluuya is not coming back for this movie and it's only Winston Duke. It's like mostly an all woman cast. Yeah. So that's fucking awesome. And apparently the other person who's in there is Riri Williams as well. So yeah, I have thoughts on Riri Williams, uh, as a character. I, yeah, a character. yeah I, I do too. I mean, it's, uh, but my going back to what you, you asked me, I just, my issue is like, I just don't want it to be Shuri because of Letitia Wright. You know, and I agree, I completely agree with you. I think the controversy yeah. with her, her views. Uh, I she's mean, gonna she's, be. I think she's gonna be. A, I, that's the thing. I think she's gonna. If they if they do go that direction, she's gonna be a problem for them. Yeah, I don't think they are. I yeah. honestly <laughs> don't think they. To be honest, I don't think. I mean, first of all, they have not um, elevated her as a warrior. I mean, she's sure. the scientific mind. And I'm hoping that's, you know, they're going to stick to the guns or at least my prediction of like having someone else. Um, I just hope it's just not her. And now I don't mind. I mean, I don't give a damn. It, if it was Okoye, that would have been, that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, in my, Okoye, she, every time uh, one of the, uh, the women warriors are on any DC, uh, a Marvel show or movie, they kick ass and just to have her as a panther i would respect that i mean I dude like that. i went on my own little like rabbit hole just looking up all of the women who play the dormilage because i was just like who is that who is that <laughs> like there's there's one of them i can't remember it but she's like the 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 one who's like the biggest of them. And I just, I part of, you know, the part of me that just like is just finds a woman who looks like she could beat the shit out of me. I find it. I just was like, who is, who is that woman? <laughs> like, and to be, and one of the main things that why I'm like excited about black Panther two, is like, especially from the trailer, 
it looks like it's like a cinematic movie. Yes. Yes. As opposed to a fucking, I know I've been shitting on uh, Thor. It's not like a fucking comedy. It, they're yeah. They're taking yeah. it seriously. Yes. Of a film. And I'm obviously because of the passing of Chadwick, they have to. Uh, but I'm, I'm loving this. And Ryan Coogler, I mean, he'll introduce some fun elements. That's fine. But, you know, make it serious. It's a film. At but the but also the there's just like what I was saying is like just shots like Neymar like descending on his throne. There's a giant shark jaw. The we're going to call them Atlanteans because fuck it. Uh the shot of them riding on the side of the two humpback yeah. just there's just shots in that preview that are just like this is a cinematic experience that you're going to see uh also super curious because we all know at least from the comic books how much of a problem Neymar can be uh I'm curious I'm, I'm super curious. Cu- no, number one from a power standpoint yeah uh from the chaos that he can inflict Number two, because we've already, they've already implied that, you know, there are going to be mutants. Uh, Neymar is like the first uh, him and him and Marvel Comics. Him, him and him and well, yes, I mean, retcon to be one of the first mutants, but Neymar and Abin Sinur uh, apocalypse. 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 They're both. In Sabanur, I would think. In Sabanur, yes. Uh, they're, yeah, so who, who knows I mean, what they're going to be doing dude, with that? I mean, it's like I've been suffering and sl- trudging through this phase for to see finally there's light at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. This movie, the end of phase four, is like getting me excited for phase five and phase six. And we've spoken about Black Panther. What did you think about the slate of so obviously the one i'm most excited slash nervous about is daredevil (laughs) born again uh just because that's such a do you think it was redundant i mean i mean netflix did this already from what i've heard netflix even they didn't call it they took elements from born again to do season three of they did but they hadn't actually gotten to it like they took elements yes but it they didn't actually do that yeah, I mean, yes, season three was in a lot of ways born again. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what they do. I, we already know that he's going to be at least, you know, cameoing in, in, She-Hulk. in She-Hulk. Which I'm excited about. I'm excited about now. I mean, I think that's going to be a fun romp. I think... I think. Th- I don't care, Tatiana. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. I'm sorry. I will... I will suffer through a shitty show if it, if she look. Look, I don't even care how shitty you think the CG looks. Fucking giant green Tatiana Maslany is still I, fucking hot I, I as shit. I don't know shit. about you, but I keep saying snoo snoo. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. No, that's all I've been thinking about. Yes, every yes, time I yes. See her. Oh gosh. But uh. but I think it's look. I think it's gonna be fun. Whether it'll be good, it will be a different thing. Um, I also think that it'll be different. I also think that the Very fact that different. it's the fact that it's going to be, however you might feel about the reason that it is going to be TVM. That's aside from the point. The fact that it is TVM gives me slightly more hope about Daredevil: Born Again, like that they're willing to. I don't know. I mean, the mature 
rating i think is, that's being attributed to the shows i think because of the content the dating maybe the, the language it's going to be the language because um, that's usually yeah. but that that being that being that being I said love about daredevil is like they go into gritty moments gritty uh, dare, uh, uh, territories when it comes to so, content which which makes me curious as to whether because because she hulk is tvm that means it's not going to be available except for the people who are have the code. Yeah. So that might mean that like Daredevil isn't going to be it's going to only be available to if you have the full access. Uh so we'll see. Like I said, I'm my, I'm very excited and I'm very nervous about Daredevil, but my issue once again is it's not the people from Netflix. Sure. And it's it's Disney. I mean, Disney's gritty well, is, well, I will, I, I will, I will, I will, really well, what, no, no, I will say, and this is wild, with Blade. this is why, this is, this is wild, wild speculation, but the person responsible, responsible for the Netflix Daredevil last year signed a contract with Disney plus with Disney. Really? Okay. Yeah. You didn't read that? That, no, that, that, no. yes. And they didn't say to produce shows and they did not say what he was working on. Uh, it's, okay. it's, uh, what's it? Kevin and God, why do I have a, I have a blank spot about his name. Uh, the guy who did cabin in the woods used to be on, uh, work with Joss Whedon, uh, worked on lost. God, why can't I remember his name? I'm blanking and I don't have Yeah. Yeah. Point. I will, I will look it up. Um, but yeah, last year Disney signed him to a contract and they did not to produce content for them. They did not say what it was for, and I'm saying it was like, hey, if you got Vincent D'Onofrio and, you know, Charlie Cox, and you signed the guy who was behind the Netflix Daredevil series to to a contract, and you're not saying what he's working on for you, like, like. I mean, I want the same vibe, and I want the same intro music and theme song. Sure. I mean, that, I mean. Just because it's from a different company, that doesn't mean it's wrong. Drew Goddard. Uh, Goddard. Okay, yes. Drew Goddard signed uh, a contract with Disney. I think it was last year or the year before. So it's okay. like that. I mean, now knowing that they're doing that, I was just like, and the, the fact that they, they, they did not specify what he was going to be working on. Now, you know, makes me speculate. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, what did you think about the costume? And the tease that it's um, there going to be some yellow elements to the costume. So I don't have an issue with his yellow and red costume necessarily. I'd be curious to what the entire costume looks like. Yeah, uh, it really depends on how some of that a lot. So you have to remember that the comic book costume, even the red one. Uh, a lot of, if you just had that out in full light, it would probably look really ridiculous. A lot of the Daredevil stuff, the reason why the red costume doesn't look ridiculous a lot of times is because he's almost always in heavy shadow. Uh, you know, they do a Batman with him. Uh, cause, because that red costume might look ridiculous. Uh, not it doesn't look ridiculous, but I don't it. Know, I never thought it looked ridiculous. I thought, I mean, the one on the show they they muted 
it's way darker red than it yeah. is in the, in the comic books. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and well, there's a lot of black, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't know how you introduce yellow into it. You know, he's supposed to be ninja. You it's know. it was he. It's his original costume. I know. So we'll we'll see. Uh, but I mean, listen. Also, it was that like, it, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. That, that we've, had, we've had some. I mean, as I told you the last time, because of what they did with Vader, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful they're not gonna fuck up Kingpin, and yeah, you know they'll do. I mean, ev- 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 evidence evidence at Hawkeye to the contrary. Um, we will see. Uh, that being said, like that that slate. I mean, some of those things I'm way more intrigued about than others. Like what? Um, Blade, obviously. Um, I'm concerned. Uh, I'm very concerned. I I feel I I love Blade, excluding I, the third movie. I um, I also, but I also love Mahershala. <laughs> so it's just like, no. I mean, he'll be a great actor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hawkeye had Jeremy Renner. He's a great actor, and yeah, he didn't yeah. save that show. So well, I, yeah, that you I know, mean, Blade. It's from yeah. what we know of Blade. It's dark. Scary, violent, and a lot of techno. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're gonna go in that direction, or I, I'm, I mean, I'm curious. I mean, G- Guardians three. Also, oh, also, I'm super excited about the Groot shorts. Did you not see the previews for that? No, this is gonna be a no. series of shorts that On are just that, that are yeah. It's oh, all good. it's it's all little child Groot. Oh, it's gonna be like a okay. six or seven episode series, and they're like fifteen minute shorts. Oh, awesome. Uh, CG, like completely All like right. CG. Yeah, it looked really cool. Like, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm trying to remember. I mean, aside from the two Avengers movies, Mania, I'm excited about that's that. That's gonna be fun. Uh, yeah, the fact that they're doing uh, Kang, Kang, they're doing like two Avengers movies in one year. Yeah, you know, and they're all related to Kang and then Secret Wars. Yeah, you know, which by the way, I'm. Sp- Again, wild speculation. There's going to be an X-Men movie stuck in there into Phase 6 because that's Phase 6. Well, yeah, they left and a few days. There's a bunch saving, of the... I'm, I'm assuming they're saving that for D20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I'm kind of happy that they're doing Secret Invasion as a TV show. Yes, um, yes. That... Actually, no, go, going back to Daredevil, 18 episodes. Yes. What did you think about that? I don't... Uh, depends on what, it, how they're doing that. Thirty minutes, yeah. Depends on depends. On, yeah, if they're thirty minutes, then 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 we'll see. Um, I don't. Uh, there. What else? I'm not. I'm, I don't know. I'm not a fan of thirty minutes for Daredevil. Sure. You know. Sure. I'm just not a fan. It's because we got we got so used to Netflix uh, ones. Uh, and I mean, dude, that shit worked. Yeah, I mean, Fantastic Four. I'm. I will see what they do now that they have it. Now that they it's have not it, a prequel, and I heard it's not going to be uh, an origin story. I, I, from what I mean, uh, what I meant. Um, so I'm curious to see how they're just yeah. gonna, unless they're gonna introduce them in other movies or TV or TV shows. Sure. Prior to the. I'm Four. pretty sure Reed is gonna pop up before they show up. Yeah. At least Reed is gonna pop up. Before they show up in the movie itself, uh, the Marvels, it's fine, it's whatever. I'm not super excited about it. Uh, 
Ironheart, we could, I mean, it. Uh, that is a character that. In, I've never read, I mean. I, I have, and here's the thing. That is a character that had a lot of potential, and it just didn't, it just never, it never got there, in my opinion. Uh, what was the issue? Is she, I mean, is it, is she just like a blank hero? I mean, because. Iron Man is Iron Man because Tony Stark is a bit of an ass, a jerk, you know. She what is, is her character She like? is uh, more like it is a super smart kid but doesn't have the, like, not as, you know, privilege, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but is, like, brilliant on, like, a Tony Stark level. And the thing is that, like, she... I forget how it works in the comic books because I don't think they're going to do this from... Well, no, they could probably do it for the the movies. Is like she discovers some like old like Stark tech, like Iron Man tech, and she starts tinkering with it. And for a little while, for a little while, there's actually like a AI that is like St- Tony Stark that yeah. is like a si- that is like a character in the book. Um, yeah, it's it, the uh, what I will say about about Iron Heart in the comic books is like all the ingredients were there. It just, in my opinion, it just never. It wasn't like a Miss Marvel or uh, or a Miles Morales like Spider Man. It just it it just didn't. Like I said, it, uh, maybe this was like the writer was behind it. I can't even remember who the writer who was behind it. Uh, yeah, it's just like the ingredients are there. It's just not a yeah, which makes me worry for the movie because I don't think the, the is it a movie or is it a series? I can't remember. TV show. Yeah, and it's even worse. I think it's a TV show. Um. So we'll see. Uh, so I'm not. I mean, one thing I've had issues with when it comes to Marvel's push for new character, it's they're creating just like I and I was just watching a documentary on HBO Max on like Marvel and comics, you know? Yeah. Where these are just characters that are just reskinned versions of other heroes sure you know there's no personality whatsoever there's nothing that gets you gets you to hook onto them there's nothing that's like charming about them there's something about miles there was something about kamala khan i don't know about you know Rhea William, Williams, Williams or America Chavez or, with the way that they've introduced her. Or in, Amadeus in, Cho. I mean, oh fuck him. Sorry, I, 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 I've look, never been a big fan of Amadeus Cho. I've not either, and wasn't a fan that he became a Hulk. It's just, no, every, it's like I want diversity, but executed well. Yeah, I want you to create. A great character yes. who happens to be whatever ethnicity yeah, yeah, yeah. or sexual orientation. They are just looking for, hey, let's take this already established character and just reskin them and well, turn them well, into well, someone there, else. So there was, there's a couple. That I, that's my yeah, biggest issue with Marvel. It, it wasn't even that. It's that. So the the difference between Kamal Khan was like a, a new character. Miles Morales happened to be. Spider-Man is a much easier character because anybody, anybody could be, that's kind of the point of him. He's the everyman. So you could put anybody, which is as much of a mess as it was like when they did the Spider-Verse in the comic books and you see like all the different versions of Peter Parker, like there are a bunch of them that just stood out and now a couple of them are getting their own series because they're just, 
that's kind of the strength of Spider-Man as a character. You could put that story on a basically it doesn't even have to be because a, a lot some of the Spider-Man aren't even humans. Like you could put that template on any character on anything and it it still works. Like that's kind of the point the whole point of into the Spider-Verse is like anyone can wear the mask. Uh yeah, it's why Amos Deus well in my opinion Ironheart didn't work as well because Tony Stark. You know, you still have the shadow of I don't think it ever got you know, you still have and you still have Iron Man running around yeah. in the Marvel universe, it, at least in the comic books, and I think that's part of the problem too. Uh Amadeus Joe is a problem because number one, I never really liked him as a character even before he was became the Hulk. And also the Hulk, both in the Hulk and She-Hulk went up like, oh my God, I'm in the middle of reading Immortal Hulk. And oh, I've heard good things about it. That. And that it is a straight up horror book, and it is batshit crazy. Like it's a whole thing where like the gamma radiation is secretly like a gateway to like it, a I different. Heard there's a, a Hulk for a Hulk. There's like it's. A, Titan yeah, Hulk is there, like Hulk's version of Hulk or whatever. There's there is shit in that book that is, and it's it's when you read it on the surface, like when someone describes it for you, it's like that sounds kind of stupid, and then you read it and you're like, oh, this is great. It's batshit insane. Like there's a whole thing about like gamma radiation is like fiddling with gamma radiation is actually like opens a secret doorway to a hell dimension. Like it's like a. It's there's all kinds of crazy shit in there, but it's just and stuff that Mar, you know, Disney is not gonna touch with a ten foot pole. Like it's just too, it's too insane yeah. and too violent. Like that I that mean, whole story. Other shit that they could do. Yeah. Um. um from like especially with Greg Pak's run. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Greg Pak is not on Hulk still, right? I. Oh no. Uh. Well, I don't know who was writing it. I know. That the most recent run, the guy who did, who is uh, Ryan Otley, was drawing the Hulk. So I don't know. I'm, I'm might be still be Greg Pack. I have to check that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, dude. I want to look. I mean, never really Marvel liked him as a kid. Never Marvel really liked him as a character. And that's not the fucking Hulk. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't care. That is the Hulk is not cheerful. Like I'm sorry. It's just the wrong look. Bruce for Banner me. isn't. You know, Bruce you want him as you want Cho to counterbalance. You know, yeah. the 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 character. Of oh, Bruce oh, Banner. and also, cheerful. and Same also, thing with Rick Jones. Also, a thing that they're never gonna do now that they have this version of the Hulk in the MCU, they're never gonna do the stuff in Immortal Hulk, which is basically the reason why there are so many different versions of the Hulk, is because you know Bruce Banner was severely traumatized as a child by his father and he actually has without the Hulk without the Hulk he has a like dissociative like personality disorder Mm -hmm. like all those personalities of the Hulk they become the Hulk because of the gamma radiation but they were all already there like they're all like in the book like Joe Fixit like the 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 Grey Hulk is not a Hulk. 
he's just a personality that Bruce Banner becomes. He becomes Joe Fixit. Like it's like he actually has multiple personalities. It's just okay. that the, because of the gamma radiation, some of them can like end the earth. <laughs> like, yeah. And there, as much as I would love, fucking love to see Mark Ruffalo play that, there's no way they're going to do that. Oh my God! Would I love Dude, to see I, Mark Ruffalo no, play that? No, r- play that? I would uh, rather Mark Ruffalo play, you know, Savage Scar. I would rather have him sure. be uh, the, you know, the from the World War Hulk yeah. version. You know, smart because that Hulk with the, oh, Greg Pak's run is just as smart as this Hulk. But he's fucking vicious, and yeah. he's got a mean streak. Oh, oh, I he's in a that. he pops up once or twice in Immortal Hulk too, uh, and you find out that there is a reason why he so he's secretly like the reason why he is is the way he is is he's the version of the Hulk that is supposed to protect him and the childlike Hulk are both like supposed to like protect child. Bruce Banner. So like, he's so vicious because he's like, he's like the dad. Okay. (laughs) It's yeah. It's that book. If you ever get around to reading it, like it's, it's, it's great. Like he just, uh, the guy, Oh, is it Al? No, Al Ewan is the artist. Who's the writer on that. Yeah. That, that book is fucking crazy. I'll check that out. Cause I, I mean, Greg Pak got me interested in the Hulk and you know, I was like, Titan Hulk, I'm curious. Uh, so I'll definitely pick that up and start reading because I have not read comics since shit. The X Men, the first run of the X Men books. Sure. You know, um, so I've got a lot to catch up on. Okay, so we got two animated series, which is season two of What If and Marvel Zombies because they were gonna. They were just, they That's were going to do it. You know, I'm not ex- uh, I'll watch it, but I'm, I'm super curious what X-Men 97 is going to be. Cause it's, it's I just them want more of the Fox yeah. animated show. If, if they did that, I would be happy, you know, just continue on the classic nineties X-Men stories. If they did that, that would be great. Yeah. You know, that's all they need to do. Just like be consistent. Nineties X-Men had some really great stories. If they just, yeah, you know, although a lot of, a lot of that, a lot of that show does not hold up at all. (laughs) I will say, uh, just, you know, not for nothing. I will rewatch that to see if you're correct. I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of that that does not hold up at all. Uh, the Agatha, Agatha Harkness show. I'll watch because I love her. Yeah. Catherine Hahn. Um, uh, She's a great actor. I love everything she's done. I will watch that show. I don't care. Uh, they already introduced her in Hawkeye. And I'm not going to watch that. It's going to be a mess. I'm not going to watch that. That is one thing I'm not going to... It's going to be a mess. Uh my time on. Uh, it's going to be a mess because of Hawkeye, in my opinion. Because you, it's like, you already fucked up. Um, I don't like that character. They did nothing to make me they did care nothing. about Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and they have completely messed her up in the modern comic books by giving her the power of the Phoenix. Like, it's just like, I, I, I sort of get what they were, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an, wait, it's, wait, what, what do we, I thought we were, in the comic about? books, Echo 
had now has the power of the Phoenix. Yeah, the Phoenix is like she has like a fight with with uh, Neymar. She loses obviously terribly because it's Neymar, and the Phoenix Force ends up inhabiting. Uh, I forget the character's real name. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's fucking weird. It's one of those things where it's just like. I don't know what you're doing, Marvel. I, I don't when know. When was this? Very, like, at, like, as of last year. Super recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Disney needs to let Marvel Comics do its own shit. Stop dictating things just because you need to, like, shoehorn this character for this team. Echo is actually a great character, but she belongs ground level. Yes. She and they're trying to play off the fact that it's like, oh, what if you gave a character like that that kind of power? And I was just like, yeah, you've done this a couple times uh in the recent Marvel comic books and none of them worked. Like like I think it was Blade or somebody was like the Sorcerer Supreme. They gave a bunch of like street level characters like like all like the major powers of the Marvel universe, and it was just like this is a terrible idea. I love, I love this. Now I'm gonna like go back into my issues with Marvel. You sure, know? and then we gotta pause because we're running low on battery. Um, I love X Men because sure. recently X Men is doing their own shit. Yeah. You know, Marvel had to rehabilitate that franchise, and they're doing their own thing, and it's working. Yeah. The other shit that Marvel, other comics, and you know, outside of Spider-Man, you know, it's all about shoehorning characters because they Marvel wants to promote them sure. in a TV show or movie, and that fucking sucks. Yeah, you know, I'm not excited about any of these storylines because I fear that this is just a shoehorn. You know, um, Captain Marvel sure. or anything. And yeah. I fucking hate Captain Marvel as a character character in the Mar- in the comic books. I hated her in the Civil War two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I. <sighs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna pause. <laughs> okay, we were back. We're back. We had to take a battery break because we were bitching about Marvel. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, because the Echo Show don't care about it. <laughs> I'm go- I'm gonna watch it. I know it's gonna be a mess. Because Hawkeye. Um, or maybe Drew Goddard yes. can take control of like a mini producer of yeah, like yeah. the street level Let's hope. Let's hope. And do them right. You know, because if fucking if Echo gets a Phoenix Force or some shit, some superpowers, if she if she's a mutant. She's I've, she she's not a mutant. We'll yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I mean, here, here what I will say about uh, the Marvel comics, the recent ones, is like the good stuff. The X books are great, but I think that to a certain extent, that's because Hickman built such a solid foundation for them to build off of. I mean, he's, he's only writing maybe a, a, a couple of them every once in a while now. He's not writing, you know, any of the main ones anymore. But I'm just flipping through some of the more recent I mean, stuff. There are stories that writers and creators are independently sure. creating and thinking about, not what Hollywood and Disney is shoehorning because 
they have a plan to release a character. I mean, it's one thing to make character to have through uh, osmosis and through just natural popularity. Yeah. Same thing with you know um, Ms. Marvel. You, these are characters that were just like naturally fun because the fans were uh, crazy about them. Not because there was like an editorial mandate to make this character front and center. Sure. Characters, it, the fans love these characters and therefore they made sense to make a TV show or movie out of them. Yeah. But to have Hollywood producers to shoehorn characters because, hey, we need an answer to Superman or someone who's super powerful who could take down Thanos and realize and, and not care about whether or not fans want these characters. I mean, well, that's well, well, I mean, like, like I said, is is a lot that's of that. the only flaw with Marvel right now. They could do great TV shows to some extent and great movies, but the books for me are very polarized. Well, it's because you have, so some of the, I'm, some of the new creators are interesting, but none of them have an established track record because so many of them are just, are new by nature of when you're hiring people who aren't like, you know, white, you know, white dudes, uh, you're going to get different stuff, but because they're all new writers, you know, none of them have an established track record of writing really good stuff. So some of this stuff that's coming out, recent Marvel stuff is really good. Some of it isn't. I mean, a lot of the really good stuff, like I said, is, is like a handful of people and they're all like people we know already, unfortunately. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, Dan Slott on Spider-Man or, Jonathan Hickman doing X-Men. Although, like I said, the the X-Men team, they brought in some new people, but I think a lot of that is just because Hickman built such a strong foundation. Uh, Thor had a really good run there for a couple of years, but that was mostly, that was 90% Jason Aaron. Like, Like, I mean, it's like, once again, it's a creator being able to do their own thing and not have they're also know, certain Feige, you know, telling them, "Hey, I have envisioned to have this character." Be there, there are also just certain people who, this. certain writers. Like I will say that Donny Cates. Anytime I've I've seen like a Donny book, Cates, did he do like what? Uh, Carnage. Yeah, he did a he did a or, the Thanos like miniseries. He anytime there's something that's happening in the in the Marvel universe that seems kind of crazy. And you're like, like weird cosmic characters or like, you know, the Eternals. I was like, oh, wow, this is really good. And then you look at who the writer is. It's usually Donny Cates because <laughs> it's just there, there are certain writers that are just like, this is what they're good at. Uh, and, you know, there are guys who just street level characters. Also, there are guys who are just you're. I mean, however you might feel, I have mixed feelings about his Avengers run, but like. His Daredevil, Brian Michael Bendis' Daredevil one run might have been the best run on Daredevil that it's ever had. <laughs> like, but that's because that's what he's best at, yeah. Bendis. Like, and then they handed him like an ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're definitely not excited about Echo and some of the other things. I mean, but to be fair, the future looks promising for yeah. For Disney, I'm trying Marvel. to. I'm trying to figure. I was like, whether we missed any. I'm sure we're missing something here. I mean, it's like a lot. They've confirmed 
sh- movies and shows. Um, Secret Invasion is a TV show. Yeah. I, I was concerned that this would be a movie, but if as a TV show, I think it works. I think it, it could work. Out yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You know, um, and I'm curious to find out how they're going to portray the scrolls and how they are going to turn into bad guys. What prompts them? Yeah, yeah. That I'm really curious about. Um, so I'm excited for that. So, I mean, so far, I mean, I've because of san diego i've just now am excited about the slate of shows and t- and movies that disney's uh, gonna be pumping out because i was not uh i was very pessimistic before so i'm really excited blade we'll see I'll we'll see take a look at the yeah, yeah and the vibe that they have and uh, the rate and the the movie rating if it's if it's PG thirteen. I'm not gonna be. Uh, so here's uh, Thunderbolts. Depends on who's behind it. Uh, I don't care. Julia Lewis Dreyfus is in it. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was. And I'm uh, curious to see. I mean, it's gonna be their version of the Suicide Squad. Yes. Um. So uh, I'm I'm curious to see how that turns out. Uh, Captain America, another Captain America movie. Yeah, we'll I'm see. Curious to see how that works as a feature length movie. I'm excited about Loki season two. Just because, yeah. you know. Uh, so let's discuss some of the other previews. Have you seen any? Uh... Um, let's see here. Shazam. Let's go. Shaz- yeah, let's do Shazam. Um, yeah. I'm excited about I'm that. Ex- it's Shazam is the fun movie yeah. that Warner Brothers needed to have as a DCEU. Yeah. And it seems like it's going to be all connected. Yeah, you know, I don't mind that as long as Zack Snyder is not connected to any of these films, and I just love it. You know, yeah, same yeah. vibe. Uh, freaking Lucy Liu and uh, Helen Mirren as bad guys. <laughs> so great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just the fact that they're doubling down on the fact that this is like a nice, fun, lighthearted kids. It's 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 also like movie. it's a it is a family movie in all yeah. in every sense of the word. Uh, so yeah, I'm super excited about that. I'm curious about Black Adam. We'll see what happens. I'm not curious. I'm no, I know I'm gonna love it. The rocks in it. Is, I, I, this is what I, that was what I was gonna say. I was just like, might not be good. I don't we care. Saw Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, not exactly. A good movie, exactly. But because The Rock, uh, Jason Statham, and uh, Idris Elba was in it, they made it interesting. Um, The Rock. With powers, yeah, you know that's that's all I can. Fuck it. I mean, is he gonna? Is there gonna be range? Is he gonna be a great actor? I mean, it's like, how is he supposed to be like some ancient Middle Eastern character? And he sounds like, the Rock. yeah, yeah, he sounds like he sounds like the Rock. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Clearly, he's not trying much. You know, yeah, you know, he has he doesn't have much range. But you know, is if he's gonna like be punching some fools? I'm just curious to see how they introduce the JSA. I am this. super curious, especially because, that, most especially because I have Shazam and Black Adam for similar reasons. Uh, one of my favorite aspects of the DC Universe is, is the craziness that is the magic that is magic in the DC Universe. And I love all of the, the magic, the DC magic characters. Uh, Dr. Fate is great. Uh, a fucking Zatanna is great. Uh, yeah, all of the magic characters in it. Constantine, John Constantine, if he pops up anywhere, uh, like, uh, is great. So yeah, I'm 
now that they're just kind of doing the magic stuff, that is my, like I said, my favorite part of the DCU. So I'm excited to see movies about that. Uh, so I'm excited. Yeah, the next two DC movies I'm excited about. I mean, it's I don't know what they're... I mean, the issues with the actor who placed a Flash, you know, I mean... Dude, have you read any of that shit? What is wrong with that dude? It's grooming a 14-year-old Asian girl. What the fuck is it? Like, at first it was just that he was, like, getting, like, DUIs and shit. And then it's just like, oh, he has, like, a 14-year-old Korean girl or, or some weird shit. That Warner Brothers is under new management to clean up that shit. You yeah. Know? I mean, the problems, I mean, granted, Zack Snyder sucked, you know, but there were a lot of issues with a lot of like casting. I mean, Henry yeah. Cavill, I mean, he's big, he's a big guy, but he does not represent Superman at all. No. You know, I don't know why everyone's so excited or wanted him to come back uh, to uh, portray that role again. There's a certain like, weird subset of the fandom who are re- who are like Snyder defender, like, and they're really passionate they're about it. Back. I I don't I they're don't get it. They're holding back the, uh, the DC movies, uh, but I mean, as a Miller is just like, you know, testament to the fact that you know the he's there. Was, I, I had an issue with Justice League, and I wasn't aside from I didn't Momoa have a problem. I didn't Affleck. have a, I didn't have a problem with him as an actor. It just turns out he's a fucking. Something's wrong with I that fucking dude. I wasn't crazy about him. I, I, he, I don't know. Just like something about him was off. That yeah. you know, he didn't feel authentic. I mean, I don't know who, what Grant Gustin is like, but I feel that he's more Flash than you know than Ezra Miller. Um, and and I think we discussed this. I mean, of course, it's a rumor, but the rumor is that it's just like that they might get Grant to just replace him. It's just like, fine. <laughs> it, it, it works. I mean, we all like, love him anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like, it looks like, I mean, it looks like the future is promising. I mean, they just need to have momentum. You know, Batman, the Batman was great. Now this year that we're going to have uh, both Shazam and Black Adam coming out this year? I think so. Either this I year mean, or next year. that's a lot, considering yeah, yeah. that there is another... Disney movie or Star Wars movie coming? I don't think that's coming for a little while. Okay, um, I mean, I, there's there's gonna be a lot of shit coming out, and I I, I mean Andor those. Andor is coming. And okay, uh, um, but I mean it's great casting. I mean Black Adam is not a popular character in when it comes to pop culture, but fuck you introduce introduce the Rock to it. Yeah, that's fine. You know, and that and Rock prints money. Whatever he does, it prints some money. So if you want to rehabilitate DC movies, get The Rock involved. And guess what? You know, have him be a hero or a villain. Because the Black Adam is like DC's version of Namor. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's ex- that's exactly who he is. You know, and, you know, we'll see how how The Rock does bad. You know, you know we'll anti-hero. Um, uh, that being said, there was another pulling away from Marvel and DC did you happen to watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie preview? No, it's. I don't know why people were excited. About it. It's I, gonna I, be terrible. I, I didn't, it's gonna be terrible. It? It, uh, Chris, the one who isn't Chris Pratt or the uh, Captain Kirk, is the star of it. Really? Yeah. Which, like, he's like the cast. Chris Pine. Chris okay. Pine. The cast looks fine, but like. It's the, a property I don't care about. It's a property that they have that does not work as a movie. 
It doesn't work as a movie. I mean, it's great as reference for like nerdy shit like Stranger Things, but not an no, actual no, dedicated. Here, here is the problem: role playing games. Uh, and this is uh, on a, to a larger extent video games, but specifically like role playing multiplayer games, whether they are board or video games, do not work for a movie pro, uh, format because you have to have a super expansive universe. You don't have characters who are, there aren't, I mean, there are characters in the Dungeons and Dragons universe, but they're from the books. They're not really from the, the from the game itself. Uh, you don't have like marquee characters that you can pull. So every single thing that you do to adapt that property is going to have, it's like, okay, it's just a group of random characters who fulfill the archetypes that are the archetypes from the game. Uh, which is going to be like an elf, uh, a magic user, a you know, a dwarf, a human who's a thief. You know, it's it's going to be the archetypes from the game. And the problem is, condensing that down to a movie never works, in my opinion, because you you just can't. You can maybe do it as a show, uh, and even then, it'd be really a problem because of budget budget restraints, um. That being said, the other fantasy show it's that's coming gonna, out, there's the other the other two fantasy shows that are, that are coming out. I'm super curious about like Rings of Power. I'm super curious about. I'm, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I'm curious. Uh, House of the Dragon. I'm excited about that. I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I'm, ex- mean, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, gonna, I'm excited about that. On people who saw the first episode. Loved it. I mean, to be fair, there was nothing wrong with Game of Thrones. The f- problem is D and D. Those those creators rushed last season, so yeah, yeah. and they that left a sour mouth. I love how you you had a little Freudian slip there. Yeah, you said D and D, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's and I just like more Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones done well with great directors who did great episodes from the original show, and just like. The fact that there are going to be dragons in it, magic, yeah. and just yeah. like the political intrigue within the civil war with the, with House Targaryen, I'm excited for that. Fucking, and fucking Matt Smith. It's just every time. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad that he was tied to Morbius. You know, yes, I, I do too. He deserved better. That being said, uh, did you watch Morbius? I did not. That being said, uh, great. Villain, I will not spoil it for you, but there's a great twist at the end too. Uh, Edgar Wright's most recent film, Last Night in Soho, super fun. It, yeah, it came and went. It came and went. And depressing. It is depressing. It I will say it. It is depressing, but it is worth it. Uh, it's worth it. Uh, when you get to the end, the twist at the end, for in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, because I heard about it and the review, not just like the storyline about this college student who is able to go back in time to live the life of another person. And she's seeing how she's in an abusive relationship or something like that. It is. It's. This is what I'm. This is. This is what I'm saying. I'm concerned. I don't want to spoil it. it. There's more to it. Yes, but I can't tell you anything more without spoiling the ending. It is, it is definitely that. The satisfying end. Yes, 
Uh, in my opinion, in my opinion. My, I just I don't want to end the movie feeling just like dirty. And, oh no 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 no! It's it's it is a it is a. And it, this might have been this might yeah well yes you will be on I'm telling you you're going to be uncomfortable for a good chunk of the movie but there's a reason and the the how uncomfortable in my opinion you are throughout most of the movie is what makes the ending worthwhile and like I said I can't tell you anything else because right. uh if I do like that end yeah I I really liked it especially because I did not see the the turn at okay. the end All and right. it's definitely Edgar Wright doing something very different than what I mean stylistically it is very much an Edgar Wright he is very I mean, which is he, a coincidence I just rewatched the, the world's end. oh my god I did too today, last night today I think I like that movie that. I think I, yes I only saw it once with you guys yes you saw it in the theater I, with and me I completely forgot about it and I was like I did not re- remember the, how crazy you know it got in the end and i because i remember watching it the first time feeling a little disappointed a little bit yeah watching it now i was like it's not that bad you know it's not i the think best. It, I, it's I, definitely it, the worst of the edgar Wright films so i will seen, well here's the thing i rewatched it like last night i think in my opinion it holds up way better now than when i saw it originally i think some of that is where i was psychologically at the time and where I am now as a 40 year old Mm -hmm. watching that film that a lot of the stuff in that movie, despite the batshit craziness hits a lot harder now. Um, I also think that everyone is great in that, but Nick Frost and Simon Pegg in particular, Simon Pegg in particular give great performances in that movie. Uh, yeah, I, in my opinion, that movie, it's funny you bring it up, yeah, because it just got added to HBO Max. Uh, I think that movie holds up a lot better upon a, a much later repeated viewing. Uh, I think also, like, there's a lot of stuff about that movie that, like, hit a lot hitter, hit a lot harder now than when, not just for me, but I think just in general, yeah, than when the movie it. came yeah. out. Yeah. Because, um, um, like, Simon Pegg's character, it's like... I mean, normally I find that he was all of his roles are memorable, especially with the first uh, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. And for some reason, it didn't stick. He didn't resonate with me, you know, when I first saw the movie. Yeah. And now, as and you said it perfectly, you know, we're older. You yeah, know, we yeah. Get that? You know, we get where he's coming from. It's a different. Yeah, because the movie is long enough ago that, like, yeah, I think it maybe. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it definitely we were young pups. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Young pups then. And that movie definitely hits a lot differently now than it than it did when I originally watched it. So yes, uh, last night. And so it's fun. Like I said, uh, I I was like y- curious. I was gonna you, definitely blow this off, but I'll, I'll definitely watch it. It now. is. I'm saying. I'm telling you. It is. It is a trudge. You are going to be uncomfortable. Because you think something is because you think a certain thing is happening throughout the entire film, and like I said, when you get to the end, you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> okay. Because I mean, it's like I don't like to watch something where I'm just gonna feel miserable throughout and still feel miserable towards the end. I don't I mean, think you're gonna. Okay. You might be miserable through a good chunk of it, but then, 
like I said, at least for me, I think the twist at the end is Our is you you might see it coming, but but like it's it yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you might see part of the twist coming, but the extent that the twist is is like wow. Okay. Um, the other preview that came out that oh god, is so excited about is did you have you seen the for Wick four? I mean, it's because all I need, cause, you know. Look, dude, not just that all you need, John Wick 4 is fine. They just, they put Donnie Yen as, Donnie Yen as oh, his, yeah, as his, as his, as the guy that. is like his made adversary. I was like, oh. And I'm just like, oh, that's fucking perfect. Like, <laughs> I mean, shit. What was the last Donnie Yen? Oh, it was Rogue One. He was great in Rogue yeah. One. Um. Yeah. Fuck. I forgot about Donnie Yen. I yeah, just was. Yeah. I was. I was more f- happy that. All right. They're announcing another uh, John Wick movie that's coming out. Either what next year? I. It didn't say the preview I watched did not say oh, when it was coming out. All right. Now that you Pre- preview was great too. We might have to watch it. Can uh, we watch that again? Uh, yeah. I want to watch that again. Um. <laughs> um fuck Johnny Yen. Johnny Yen. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, okay. But yeah. Uh. Was there anything? I think that was it as far as movie. But yeah, there was a lot of that was you know. Oh, um, I mean, I know uh, Good Omens came out before the Sandman. Oh yes, Sandman. I I am digging it. I mean, I don't know much about the character. So here's um, here's what, what I, if it's Neil Neil Gaiman's part of it. Here's what I will say about the preview and what it looks like they're doing with the show versus. The book, it's the books themselves. Have you read them? Yeah, I read the whole series. Uh, a lot, a lot of people are going to take issue with, especially if you have a real tight attachment to the books. The books are really meandering. Um, so each volume, if you read it in trade paperback form, there is a story that's going on, but even while he was writing it, Neil Gaiman admitted that like he knew how it ended he knew how, he knew how it started. He knew how it was going to end. He didn't really have a. He was still figuring out where it was middling, which is why there's a lot of side stories that have that have to do with the realm of dreams and the Sandman as a character and the and the the endless as characters aren't don't appear. There's an entire vol. There's an, I think like two entire volumes where it's just side story it's just side stories i don't think they're gonna do any of those for this netflix series which sort of makes me upset only because i'm not gonna see those as they might they might do them but it looks like they're taking a bunch of the elements from the books and trying to tell a much more cohesive story uh they're making what looks like a very a very uh, with I forget the name of the character in the comic books, but the it's basically a nightmare that he created, Sandman, mm-hmm. that es- escapes the dreaming and is wandering around in the human world. It looks like he's going to be the main quote unquote villain. He's much more complicated, and Sandman is a ca- that whole universe is way way more complicated than I think they're going to do for the show. I could be wrong. I'm just going by the preview. 
which I think by the preview, like I said, a lot of people are going to be very, 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 very upset by that preview. In fact, I can think of at least two people who are going to be very upset by that preview. That being said, it's a show. It's a TV show. There's a lot of stuff. You you just can't meander yeah, the way... And you can even see that because it's. I think he, from what you just said, he, he he knew his flaws when it came to the, and I'm sure that he's gonna like direct them into. So he in terms of doing also it better. Also, Neil Gaiman has readily admitted, and you can see this if you're a fan of him. If you go, he there's very similar themes in all of his books, uh, and very similar stories that sort of started in Sandman, but there is a definitely in the books a continuity in the writing and the storytelling from American Gods to uh, Ocean at the End of the Lane or whatever the, the short novella that he did. They're from American Gods to that. So you got American Gods is very meandering. It's There's a lot going on in that book. Then he has Anansi Boys, which is one of the gods from American Gods' yeah. kid, and it's just Anansi. So it's a much more focused version of... It's the same universe, same characters, but a much more focused story. And as he's gone on, once you get to like Ocean at the End of the Lane, I'm probably getting the name right, wrong. But that little novella, it's it's like all of the stuff that's in American Gods is in that short book, but it's all so much tighter. So, yeah, I'm like I'm super excited about it. I, I don't know. I just think it's gonna. It I just, looks good. Yeah. It's Netflix, so I'm not sure. It could go either way. Yeah. I would have been more confident in it if I don't know why HBO didn't do it. I mean, no, I don't know either. I don't know HBO. either. So if it was an if it was an HBO property, I would be more you know. I would be too. Uh, confident in it, but we'll see. I mean, I like the look of it. You know, once as I told you, it got it gave me some good uh, good omens vibes. To makes it. makes sense you because know. it's the same. Like I said, he has the same themes in all of his stories. Uh, Good Omens is much... There's a lot more comedy because a lot of that... It, Good Omens has a lot of like the sort of faith and religion and gaudy stuff that Neil Gaiman addresses. But you also had Terry Pratchett who like Discworld and all those which are sci-fi and comedy. And a lot of... If you read Good Omens... Did you ever read Good Omens, no. the book? No. A lot... So similarly... Good Omens, the show, is a much more cohesive narrative than Good Omens, the book. But that's because Good Omens, the book, and if you read like the intro to the book, Neil Gaiman basically just says, it was just like, a lot of this book was just me and Terry trying to make each other laugh. <laughs> like, and that's why a lot of the story is just very, it's, it's very Douglas Adams, if you ever read Hitchhikers to the Galaxy. Uh, it's why people hated the Hitchhikers to the Galaxy movie so much. Is because the book is so all over the place, and in the movie they tell a very cohesive narrative that is a lot more hopeful and not as nihilistic as the books are. And Douglas Adams, a lot of people would have said that Douglas Adams would have hated the movie. I don't know about that, but the whole point of the books is that it's like, yeah, the universe is doesn't make any sense. That's kind of the like, and trying to put a narrative on that was a problem. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I know a lot of people are going to be it's going to be it's going to be one of those shows that severely divides people who are yeah. fans of the I books. Mean, 
it's it's interesting content, and yeah. I'm gonna be excited to devour that. I mean, there was some good shit. Uh, season season three of Picard, excited about that. The crew, I love the, the crew look of the crew, finally seeing Gates McFadden back in Star Trek. Uh, and from what she said online, you know, they're doing more with Crusher that they've never done in the previous Star Trek films, you know, featuring the TNG cast. So I'm glad, you know, and, you know, just like Jordy and Worf, Worf. Yeah. He looks, I, I, I was like, and also they, I'm just so they, 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 I'm so excited. I probably, I don't know if I'll actually be able to watch it, but maybe I'll come over and watch it with you. Oh, yes. Um, Because... You know, we lost Michelle Nichols. I look. I'm not even gonna say it, but we've said it before. We don't know how much longer <laughs> Patrick Stewart for. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like, look, man. God bless him, but the dude's in his 90s now. Like, I mean, like, yeah. God bless him. God bless him. I would him. be devastated. I would be. De- I would be. I'm gonna be devastated too. But like. It's like I was texting my buddies earlier, and one of them mentioned that it seems like um, Shatner is going to outlive everyone. <laughs> you know, he he looks good, you know, and, you know, that guy is not going to die compared to, like, some of the other uh, Star Trek actors. And Patrick, he's the first. I did not see N- uh, Nichelle Nicole going. Um, I didn't either. I, I would have foresaw him, you know, Patrick Stewart leaving, but, gosh. You know he's, he doesn't have long. Hey, hey, no, ill. So I it, look. There are two. Two of them are gonna, I think, outlive everybody else. And I think Shatner might be the first one of them to go. I think Takei is gonna <laughs> outlive everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I would not. Yeah. God bless to yeah. George Takei. Uh, he's great on Twitter. He's um, I love him on Twitter. <laughs> he's great in a, ever since like God, like God bless him every time ever since he like came out, he's become like the weird like Star Trek John Waters. It's just like it's oh, he totally he's to, it's totally what he perfectly what he is. Said. He's totally like Star Trek John Waters. Like it's oh. stay of the same whenever you see him like it's the same vibe. The two of them. John Waters more because you you can't out John Waters. John Waters, yeah. like even I read an interview with him very recently, and like he, so it's it's funny because you know people talk about like we all up the shit on, you know, the people who are like sort of rebelling against like woke culture. Uh, John Waters has become one of those people, but John Waters has become one of those people in a way that you're like. He's not like super right wing. He's just like because he's he loves like smut and being offensive, and like there's a purpose to it almost. When he talks about it, you're like, yeah, it's John Waters though. Like you, you, he's not trying to oppress anybody by like saying anti woke. He's more saying just like I look. I like just you know I've come from this generation. There, are, I'm a gay man. I'm like a seventy year old gay man. And I love camp, and I love dirty movies, and I love horror movies. And he's just like, I'm gonna stay some horrible shit. <laughs> and he's very open. He's just like, he. I think that's the difference. Is like he's not trying to pretend. He's like, look, I say and I've made some extreme stuff. It's supposed to provoke you, but it's just like we need to. Can everyone relax? Like, 
And also, I think he's just, he's like, I'm too old for you to be jumping down my throat on Twitter. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and also, he's, he's John, definitely he, he's also John Waters. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're offended, like, if you're going to get upset with him, it's just like, there's going to be, if you're on a certain, I don't know why I'm, there's a weird tangent, but if like, if you're on a certain subset of queer culture, you're going to be really upset with him and you might want to like, quote unquote, cancel him, but there's going to be an entire another generation subset of queer people who are going to fight you tooth and nail <laughs> about trying to cancel John Waters. I, he's, I love John Waters for that reason. It's just like, he's gives, he's out there. He, he's out there and he gives, and he just gives zero. Happy. I mean, he's, look, he directed, he's ancient. He, <laughs> he know, directed it crazy. And he's ancient. He's, he doesn't give a shit. Look, anymore. he directed a movie where he had divine, literally eat shit on the screen. It's just like, if you're going to be upset with that dude for saying something offensive, and he did that in what, like the early 60s? It's just like, it it don't matter. <laughs> Go ahead, be offended. Try and cancel him. It was just like, he's been doing shit like that since the 60s. He, does, he doesn't care. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, let's watch the John Wick preview right, again. Yeah. <laughs> 